This is the Berman Project. Hey, it's JD here, back for another week of being introspective and reflective about my personal journey through grief, loss, and the path to mental wellness, all the while lubricating my soul through the music and art of the late indie rock icon, David Berman. So there's that. How are you doing? How's everybody faring out there? It's a tough slog. It's been exceptionally tough for me. I ran out of my meds. I'm not sure if I talked at all about this in the previous episode, but I'm on several, I'm on a cocktail of mental health drugs and I ran out of three of them for three days. And on the third day, (laughs) I rested. (laughs) I had to keep my head down. I was going through massive withdrawal and it just was not a good place to be at all. It was pretty ugly, in fact. And I I wonder if that's what started the spiral downward that I experienced missing out on the Mulaney concert and, you know, the pavement backstage goodness. So, you know, it's, it's incumbent upon me to not run out of drugs that I so greatly realize now I need. Uh, But sometimes it's easier said than done. I don't know whether I was just tempting fate, thinking that maybe I could step away from them and I could medicate with something else. But boy, it it did a fucking number on me. And um, and yeah, I uh, was pretty excessive with the with the beer and the edibles over the last week or so, uh, more than I should have been, (laughs) uh, certainly. I think that it's a problem. And I got a vanilla ice, this bitch. And, uh, So today is, you know, day two of nothing. And it's really hard to step into these shoes and not be a little inebriated. I won't lie to you. I've set a precedent now that when I do this podcast, typically I'm high. And uh, it's, it's hard to navigate this world that I am existing in and simultaneously creating through the podcast. I, I, I don't know what else to say about that other than I'm going to try to do better. 
And um, yeah, I can't. I can't do worse. I don't think. I don't think I can do worse than I've been doing. So there's that. You know, I didn't get into the podcasting game to uh, to preach. But here I am on my soapbox preaching that if uh, you need help, if you need respite, then by fuck, seek it out. There are phone numbers to call. There are people to talk to that are in, in, you know, coming from a good place and uh, that's what I have to say about that. I'm always here too. JD at mediumalchemist.com if you want to just chew the fat. I'm social. This is going to be a shorty today. I don't have it in me. I, 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 I don't have it in me to listen to myself talk much longer. So let's get right through the track that we're going to listen to today. It again comes from the Early Times uh, compilation, which uh, compiled Dime Map of the Reef and the Arizona record uh, together. And this is the what? This is the seventh track on the record, and uh, it's it's a good one. Uh, this is a song that I'd like to hear if I if I do. Uh, if I do a pod list next year, somebody jot this down. This is one that I'd like to hear done. I'd like to hear it a little more clean, you know, a little, a little cleaned up, a little more polished. Um, but I, I really enjoy it. Uh, so how about I fuck off and uh, stop talking and we get right to it. This is I Love the Rights on the Berman Project.
That was I Love the Rights by an early iteration of Silver Jews. You can find that track on Die Map of the Reef or the Early Times compilation. If you own Die Map of the Reef, uh, I would love to see a photograph. Uh, or let me know. Shoot me an email, jd at mediumalchemist.com. I would love to uh, you know, be made aware of what that looks like and what that is all about um, from an actual owner. I mean, I can go to Discogs and you know look at it or whatever, but uh, it would be cool to meet somebody who was cool enough to own something that uh, probably not a lot of people owned. <laughs> if I had to guess, uh, I mean, Slate Tracks was limited to a thousand copies. I can't imagine that Dimap was a lick more than that if, if it even got to that number. Uh, it would be interesting to note that. I hope at some point I can sit down with Bob Nisanovich, uh and get a sense of the early days, you know, the stuff that was going on uh, because I, it's it's really difficult to... Um, I mean, there's a, there's a big Wikipedia entry and uh, I've got it printed and I, you know, flip through it occasionally. But it's, um, I would just love to hear, you know, I would love to hear it from the horse's mouth, somebody that was there and uh, in Hoboken. <laughs> I used to work with somebody that always called Hoboken, Hoboken, uh, Hoboken. Uh, I, and I don't think that's how you say it. I think you say Hoboken. Am I saying it the same both times? Has Chopa absolutely ruined me for saying that word? Maybe I can never say it again. Hoboken is how she says it. And it's Hoboken is the real way. I don't know. Is it the same? Am I saying the same fucking thing? Ah, oh, this is terrible. Tareeb, Tareeb, Tareeb. Uh, anyway, uh, from, from my ears, I hear Bob in there. Uh, I also hear at the beginning, I hear the sound of a female. And I remember Bob talking to somebody online about early members of Silver Jews, and there were a couple female names that I recall seeing. I might be on crazy pills, but uh, I might not be. No, that was last week. Ha, ha. Uh, you see what it does? It, it absolutely fucks me up. I, I bailed on you for two weeks. And then that left me feeling guilty and horrible. And and then it just spirals down. It just continues to sort of, uh, you know, I ruminate on these fucking stupid thoughts. And next thing I know, I'm just euchred. I'm just fucking trashed and uh, scraping myself up with like a pancake flipper. Fucking troublesome. Uh, let's read a poem. This one comes from Actual Air, the edition that I have. It's page 11, and it is Imagining Defeat. She woke me up at dawn, her suitcase like a little brown dog at her heels. I sat up and looked out the window at the snow falling in the stand of blackjack trees, a bus ticket in her hand. Then she brought something black up to her mouth, a plum, I thought but it was an asthma inhaler. I reached under the bed for my menthols 
and she asked if I ever thought of cancer. Yes, I said, but always as a tree way up ahead, in the distance, where it doesn't matter. And I suppose a dead soul must look back at that tree, so far behind his wagon, where it also doesn't matter. Except as a memory of rest or water. Though, to believe any of that, I thought, you have to accept the premise. That she woke me up at all. That's imagining defeat. Little heavy. Little heavy. Is she leaving because he smokes? Has she got cancer? I love the blackjack trees. I think that that just rolls off the tongue in a lovely way. Again, it's not written. It, it's written in lines of, uh, it's written in stanzas of, of, of two. <sighs> There's no real structure, you know, it's, which is fine, which is totally fine because it's, it's lovely. Um, why did he think it was a plum? Is this their first interaction? And why does he imagine cancer as a tree way up ahead in the distance where it doesn't matter? That's so far out. That's so far out there. A tree. A tree that doesn't matter. Yeah. And the dead soul looking back at that tree. So far behind the wagon where it also doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know, guys. I've got very little to give. This this uh This is this is real life. <laughs> I'm fucking cracking. I am uh I'm a little crackerjack here and uh this is real life and uh it sucks right now. So, there's that. Wash your goddamn hands. The Berman Project is a production of Duvra Podcasts and Such. You can find out more about the show at www.thebermanproject.xyz. That's right. I'm fucking Canadian. I'm also social. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest at Berman Project. Podcasts and such. <laughs>